<laughs> impaired. Yeah. Except for Tiger, Tiger Woods was driving it impaired. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. are you telling me right now that Tiger Woods was driving a blimp? <laughs> impaired. Impaired. And smashed on a golf. He's like, if I can't win it, if I can't win it, I'm going to crash this fucking blimp into it. Fuck all those other guys. Finally, golf has got it right. Right? That's what the people have come to see. They want to see him fucking fire. Crash explosion. A former great golfer. Yeah. Baba Booey. Needs more hydrogen. Not exciting enough if it's not filled with hydrogen. Just play the fucking song, Dave. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Sure. We're always uh, ready. Uh, uh, we'll start whenever you want. <laughs> We're rolling. What's the song again? Oh. Jackholes shows up in my shed, plays their goddamn instruments, and you think, you know, what are they doing it for? Because they're obviously going nowhere. But then, but then, one time on the 15th of June, a great announcement is made, and the Nocturnal Emissions oh, yeah. get to open for a great Canadian rock and roll band. Yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. My little, my band that came from my loins has finally grown up. <laughs> Playing a big gig. Time to push Baby Bird out of the nest. 
I'm really, I'm really tearing up here, boys. I couldn't be more proud. All right. Now we have to get on with the show, boys. Enough gloating in your glory. But before we can start, we have to do one thing. You know what that is, David? What is it, Peter? Tell me. Play the goddamn theme song. podcast ever to come out of Pine Grove, Ontario, in my humble opinion, because of the greatest band in podcast history, The Nocturnal Emissions, All right. yeah. surprise That's this week of Steve the Reluctant German on hey. the guitar, Stevie. Hey. the band leader Mike Moe on the Calhoun and guitar, double, double duty, Hello there. on vocals and rhythm, we have the Brewster Dave Hello. Charters. Back again, the balls of the nocturnal emissions. Whiskey Wes Higgins is here. Sweet sounding bass. And plucking away at the ukulele, you might be wondering who that guy is. He's a friend of the show. He hosts a room at the Lion's Head Pub in Hamilton every Tuesday. He's a good uh, good friend of mine and comedian Dan Brennan is here as our guest. All right. And sitting on the couch in the hot seat. Another longtime friend of the show. I think it's his third time on. Four, oh, three times. Time. Four times. Jacket territory. Yes, hat trick. Doug Coning is here, everybody. The host of the wildly successful Cone Inquiries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my brother is back, serving drinks in a hot, hot room. He's got to sling them fast tonight because it is sweaty in this room. Hello, folks. It's my brother, bartender, and... Hey, hey. Uh, Badass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul yeah. is here. Hey, Polly. Recording this for posterity is the lovely and talented the Dr. Jane Van Dyke. Ooh, la, la. And I am your host, two-time, two-time. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get this show on the road, fellas. Hey, Jane, anyone uh, in the Facebook Live audience have anything to say? Uh, Tyler Shazma? Tyler Shazma's got to come back on the show. It's been a while. He took took bullet at the lion's head on Tuesday. Did he really? He killed. He killed. It's the best start of the show we have ever had. Shazma? Yeah. Yeah. Kids on fire. You know, Shazma's really turned up his game a notch. I'll tell tell you that. And uh, he's uh, he's been on this show. He was the first comic we've ever had on the show with Shazma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Start, started with the Shaz. Yeah, real polarizing figure and with the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Split them right down the middle. Yeah. It was like, 
Oh, uh, trees! Trees. Is, uh, trees is back, eh? All the all the old guests trees. of the show. It's great, eh? Trees will be at Bushstock too. Oh yeah, oh, I bet yeah. You he's excited. Yeah, big big excitement for. Uh, if, well, that's good enough. Just saying, trees is going to be at Bushstock should be enough to <laughs> fill the place. I can't because wait. Because the guy's out. a legend, a great storyteller, and a heck of a lot of fun. If you ever get a chance, spend a night with Mark LaForest. Uh, you're gonna have a good time. If you don't see him in front of the stage, you'll be sure to catch him around the campfire later on, enjoying. Oh yeah. Great time. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, he just yeah, hangs out and parties with you. He's a great guy. Yeah, it sounded. It did sound like some sort of like. Let's start. Now, get it? A little bit creepy. What is Bushstock? What is Bushstock? Yeah, Dan Brennan. Dan. Yeah. Ouch. Wow. Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Dan, because it's a big day. We get to announce the headliner of Bushstock, which is a summer concert series here in Norfolk on uh, Norfolk County, Ontario. Is that right? Uh, Ontario's south coast, some call it. It's a beautiful part of the country. And we have a music festival every year at beautiful Lakeside Vista. Mm. Is it called the views Bushstock? are beautiful. It's and called the memories Bu- are even better. Yeah. And, no, carry uh, on. Carry on. And Bushstock <laughs> happens to sponsor our show. And today... Today we announced that the Trues are our uh, yeah. headline wow, Saturday the night. The Trues, uh, the Trues, yeah. that's the Trues. amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, we had. So, uh, like, who's opening up for them? Uh, nocturnal emissions. That's all you Fucking need to right. know. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. you don't want to say any more than that. <laughs> this is how yeah. you promote things. It's gonna be a real good time. Dan, <laughs> real good time. Dan really like uh, he's been like leading me into these things and making me a, into a, a, some sort of professional. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I think Dan uh, uh, Dan uh, would do just fine. Hey, Dan. Yeah. You're the host. <laughs> you're the host of uh, uh, of a show at the Lions Head Pub in Hamilton, Ontario, every that is Tuesday, correct? correct? Yeah, yeah. Wildly every successful. Tuesday, I hear. Every uh, 137 John Street South. Mm-hmm. If that's not too obvious, uh, yeah. it's the closest bar to the Hamilton bus station. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh. You got to ride and, home. And yeah. everything that that implies. Uh, <laughs> we have some fun, though, don't we? Yeah, it's, I got to tell you, Dan, it's one of those rooms that you never have an uninteresting night there. <laughs> because, like, th- there'll be a, you know, you, you're not guaranteed to have a good night, but you're guaranteed to have a story when you leave there. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And uh, It's the, more for the comedians than the audience, I think. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, sometimes it feels like we are, like, ambushing the audience and uh, putting them through torture. Because they do not want to hear us at all, which makes it so that if you're going to make a person like that laugh, you better have a, a damn good joke, you know? Like, you know you've got a good joke if you can make them laugh. Right? Yes. It's, I think, to summarize, it's a tough room. It's a tough room, but you learn your chops, right? Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It Thank you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, most open my comedy. Yeah. The beers yeah, guys, are cheap. And- yeah, guys had a hard day at work. They were like going to work all day, and then they go with their friends. You want to go for a pint at the bar, right? And they go to the bar, and then all of a sudden, these bunch of fucking comics show up and start telling, <laughs> talking about their dicks, and they're like, "This is a mistake. It's ruining our whole night." Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how a lot of those, and it, then those are kind of like end up what make you good. That yeah, yeah. Agreed. And like we do a lot of shows. Like I I get out three or four nights a week. And it's the it's the hard shows that you remember. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like 
if something happens and you can talk about it in the car ride home, those are the great nights, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you've got to learn how to deal with the hecklers. Now, the owner of the Lion's Head is a huge fan of the show. Yeah. And he's, a fr- he's, he's become a friend of mine. We worked together at Lyuna Station, the finest banquet hall in Hamilton. Whoa. <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, and, you know, like, this is his night. This is his night to enjoy working yeah. at the bar, right? So... I'm not allowed to tell his locals to shut up if they're being a bit loud, but I can make fun of them from the stage. That's and a good I deal. don't I, I've been doing the show since November and when I started I had no idea how to do that. Right. But now yeah. I'm I'm starting to get it. And the trick is to isolate one of them and the rest of them will laugh. <laughs> wow, you just have to throw one yeah. to the wolves, eh? The exactly, exactly. One. But like they're a good natured bunch, but they can be a bit tough at times, you know? Do you find that uh, that's the truth, too? It's like a mob mentality. If you get a big enough crowd and you can, like, really pick on one person to the point where that person's night is ruined. Yeah. But the rest of the crowd is just out of, like, as long as he keeps on this person, I don't have to be picked on. Well, it's funny because Norm MacDonald spoke, and obviously Norm MacDonald is one of the most successful comedians anyone can name. You would would never (laughs) see him at the lion's head. Unless he got back into gambling, I think yeah. is the, how that works. Yeah, but he said it's that mob mentality thing. If you can isolate one, right, uh, the rest of the people are like, "Oh, I'm so happy he's not picking on me." Yeah, yeah. And let's get into this, right? It's kind of a trick. It's kind of a, uh, a yeah. defense mechanism, almost yeah. like. You know. There's there's so much to learn about comedy. We were in the car the other night with a guy who's been in it for eight years. He's from the states and he's living in Hamilton at the moment. And he started talking about, because we don't do theater shows. Right, right. Like, you got to be a name, have your name on the marquee, do, sell out a, even a hundred seater, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, for 20 bucks or whatever. Uh, and he's like, yeah, man, when you play those bigger venues, you've got to think about how the sound travels. And you got to change the timing of your jokes to let the laughter catch up. And I'm like, I am so far away from yeah, playing a theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. those crickets echo yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah but you know like that is a piece of knowledge I'm going to store away and that one day God forbid I yeah. should yeah a long, very very long time thank you Douglas yeah you gotta oh, pause you, maybe they, by that time you'll be driving my car I don't know how you're getting home to <laughs> do you guys know like uh, you guys have you guys have met Dan and Doug on different occasions. I'm speaking of the nocturnal yeah. missions, right? Yeah, for sure. Did you know that Dan and Doug are kind of like uh, they're cu- they're kind of like a pair now, you know? Oh, like a couple? Yeah, they're a couple. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, when you, when you say couple, you mean sexually? No, no. Okay. I mean, okay. like uh, they both have uh, they do dirty things for mutual benefit with each other. Right, that's what that I mean. Not hmm. right? That is not hmm. true. That is not true. You're, you're sullying what is what is becoming a really great friendship. Uh, Doug is a fantastic, a fantastic comedian who's on the rise. Next Thursday or the Thursday after that, the guy is playing absolute comedy in Toronto, which is kind of like the highlight of any comedians that we know life to play an absolute club. Uh, you think absolutely? And is I'm it? his driver. I'm literally his driver. Doug gets on shows out of town. And he's like, hey, Dan, did you want to do this show? Like, could you drive me? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I could. And I go and eat dick and try and learn my craft, and Doug kills. 
Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's it. A, that's it. That's a true fact. It's a real thing that exists in comedy. Yeah. Is that you have a lot of comedians don't drive. I don't know what it is. It's like something about it that yeah. it's in their heads or something. It must be some sort of thing if you're an analytical person mm. that's more likely to go into comedy. You must be so analytical that you think of all the dangers of driving or something like that, and you don't want to. <laughs> poor. I think the word we're looking for here is poor. Yeah. You think it's poor? It's because yeah, they don't make I any do. money? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, I yeah. thought that was because they're all on the spectrum somehow, and it was not safe for them. To... <laughs> like they can't. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> Have you tried passing the test, Doug? Is there a test? A driving test? <laughs> you pass. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> do you? But you. So you never got your. You used to have your G one. You never went further than that. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear him this say the that thing about because I've hung out wow. with him for a bit, and I agree with him. He should times. never, ever drive a car. So where did you like? Where did you grow up? Did you have a lawnmower growing up? It was a push mower. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't you. Right, right. Really? Yeah. Now a, a big honking stud like you, you must have rode some ride-on mowers in your day, eh, Pete? Ride on mowers? <laughs> Stop pedal and ride, ride on, on mowers. Ride on. <laughs> I do. I, I was a farm oh kid, boy. so like like a lot of people, I drove a truck. I did a, drove a truck as a job when I was twelve. Like yeah. I learned to drive when I was eleven. Right, right. I drove a truck like for my summer job when I was twelve. I drove. I first time I drove. <laughs> this is a weird. Thing. I was fifteen. 15. Oh, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah, that goes. Yeah, that was a boat driver. And then that's how you took the tobacco. You were from, a what? A boat driver. It was driver. called a boat driver, and you would take the tobacco from the field and you'd bring it to the kill yard where they would put it into a kill to dry. That's a real So you'd have job. to drive the tobacco from the field to the kill yard. And we would do that. I, I did that when I was 12 in a big red truck that was standard transmission, and I had to. Yeah. Uh, and then, did any of you guys ever drive a three on the yeah. tree? Three on yeah. the tree was yeah, yeah the standard definitely. truck. Three on the yeah. tree. Three on the tree. Yeah. That's they how don't I make them too. anymore, do they? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where, you know where the steering wheel is, Doug. Like where the steering wheel is, <laughs> and, and then you, <laughs> and you know how you like put it in a drive. You know normally you would just like put it, that like lever in a drive, but instead of a instead of a lever that you would put it in a drive, this is actually you would shift it into like first gear and then second gear and then third gear. But you still have to clutch it at the bo- in the yeah. bottom. We had a four we had a Ford truck that had that and. Uh, Is it just like 
Uh, yeah, but performance. Yeah, performance is one, or if you uh, exactly, <laughs> yeah, if you can gear yeah. down. And it's cheaper. It used to be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. but it, I bet it's, you it's, it's more expensive. expensive. Oh, it's not a stupid yeah. question. Yeah, like if you got like a hot rod, like old car that you, you want a standard, probably because it's like oh, you use a yeah. muscle car, right? Yeah. But if you're just driving a every day, get you to the grocery yeah, and back. Civic. Yeah, who gives a shit? There's got there's people that will get. But that. even a pickup yeah, truck cheaper. Yeah, you used to have a pickup truck, and you'd be you'd. That would be you would say you wanted in, in standard transmission so you could like put in low gear or yeah, whatever yeah. and get up a hill yeah. or something. Going down. Yeah, it depends where you live too. That is true. It actually the terrain is yeah. a bit of a factor. Yeah. <laughs> All you need <laughs> just the drive. Just drive. Good don't, windows. Don't get a dually. Don't get a dually. Yeah. They're they're hell yeah. on those like yeah, yeah. nailed it. Yeah. I don't know what they're what I they're for. High fives all around. Does anyone know what a dually's for? Like, is that just getting out of mud? No, pulling. 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 Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that if you pulling have a big wave. vehicle, it just insinuates I that agree. you have a small penis. Like, a, like if, but if, but if, you know, in the city especially. So I have no. I have no. <laughs> Can't tell. Yeah. Who needs so a vehicle? You ride a bicycle. I ride my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my question to you fellas is, used to lovebirds, Dan and and Doug, is that the two of you, if you don't mind me saying so, are kind of an odd pair (laughs) in the fact that you're you're both like very different generations, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of you, one of you is a sugar daddy. Uh, to be one of, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's not how many years you have lived on this earth; it's how many years you have left to go, Dan. So you, you and Doug are probably the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go for the cheap jokes at this point. Right. Uh, are you trying to say that the friendship between Doug and I is is an odd pairing? It's, no, I'm trying to say like if you were to say, if if it was like if you guys weren't just like friends that would drive each other to, to get drive the yeah. gigs together yeah. if you were like a boyfriend girlfriend fucking yeah you would um <laughs> you would uh, not have I a lot have to talk about a long time ago is that what you're saying no i'm saying like if you were banging a girl that was doug's age dan yeah you would you would like run out of things to talk about because oh, like totally. she's totally. N- not interesting right like you yeah. guys are like how like how old are you doug Right, so there's like about 20 years difference, right, between yeah, two? Yeah, not, not quite, Doug. Yeah. 18, uh, if you want to get exact. 18. It's weird that comedy is a, it's a great equalizer in terms of like, yeah. my friends across the spectrum of age. It's not how many. Yes. Right, right, right. That's interesting. Yeah. A little over a year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like I mean, we're into it, right? So like, when we get together, that's what we talk about. We talk yeah. about comedy and like, how did that go, or what, what do you think of that? You know, uh, so yeah, it's a, I I totally agree with that. But do you ever see that? You ever hang s- out with Doug and go to a show than pretty much any other activity you could name? So you would rather go out to a show with Doug than bang a 24-year-old girl. <laughs> There's less complications wow. taking drug Doug to a show. Right. I'm the kind of guy who would just imagine, like, if I was in the situation where I could sleep with a 24-year-old, the fallout from that would be... 
What are you talking about? You're like a you're like a divorced man, right? I am a divorced man. Yeah. Are you are you seeing somebody? No. So, why is there so you can bang a 24-year-old girl. Yes, I could in theory, but in reality that would probably cause me a lot more headaches. Are you on are you on Tinder? No, I'm not. No. You should be on Tinder. I should be on Tinder. Oh. I would love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question I I think that's the way it Nine goes months. Here. Mine's been five days, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the, lo- the most the most variation of my life that I five days. Five days. I don't want to stray. <laughs> that is actually true. My wife is five days older than me. That's hilarious. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the youngest chick that you have. I've been with? Oh. Oh, no. no. This is too small a town, county, for that kind of conversation. They know who it was. It'd be rude. There's a lot of truth yeah. out there. She's a whore. 12 yeah. years. 12 years? 12, 12 years. years. I was 24, 36. Oh. Older? Yeah. 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 Oh. It's Can great. Get- I was living above a bar in London, England at the time, right? Right. And, like, <laughs> it, was, it was a heavily transient area there was lots of people in and out so lots of like hookers picking up <laughs> yeah that's where i thought he was going could you stop providing the director's commentary on what could be a really cool story <laughs> could, be. could be so anyways we were up uh, up the road at this bar around the corner and uh there now goes. doug's throwing me off that's <laughs> sorry that's the end of it. So you're at, no 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 you're at the bar around the corner you're there's a g- woman you're in london england you're yeah. gonna have sex with an old woman right <laughs> Like a tw- you're you're twenty you're in your twenties. Yeah, this woman's in her late thirties. Yeah, middle middle to late thirties. I just remember I, I shouldn't admit this, but I just remember her driving us back to hers, right? And me going, "Can I touch your boobs while we drive?" <laughs> really? That was your move. That was oh, my nice. move. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? Like, what, this is what, the best. This is the best night ever. I'm holding boobs in a car. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. You know that's. You know that's. I miss those times when you could say like I. I would be satisfied like grabbing a boob and getting a boner and going to bed. You know, like that's. Yeah. That's like yeah. a good day. Yeah. Now it's like oh you got to bring it up. You know all kinds of stuff and have stuff shove up your ass and all that. <laughs> it's a whole ordeal, right, Dave? Right, Dave? <laughs> the lube costs alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, because you're old. Thank God for Costco. <laughs> you ever? Dr- yeah. Twelve years. Has anyone had a, a gauge gap more than twelve years? No. <laughs> no. No hands. Hey, would anyone? Up. Would anyone tell us if you did? <laughs> Mike, yeah. your girlfriend right now is yeah. how many years? Yeah, I would, I would, I would uh, tell if I did, but I'm not twelve. Not twelve years. So how many years are you and your girlfriend Seven. apart? Seven yeah. years. Yeah. Is that about the most? Yeah, I would say, and yeah. it's worth. Younger? It's worth. She's younger. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm very happy. <laughs> Don't with you think? Choice. Yeah. Very happy. <laughs> so how'd you do that? I had luck. So you, you, you're more of an older woman type of guy than Dan. I, I I am a, a, a more of a yeah, if now. you showed any interest in me, I would buy you flowers kind of guy. Oh really? You'll yeah. just take what you can get. 
Well, wait a minute. That sounds like a loaded question. I'm saying that uh, at this stage in my life, it's it's well down the priority list finding a woman to spend time with. Why? Is because you've like your testosterone levels are low or no? What? For fuck's sakes, I because <laughs> I have responsibilities. And Pete, as you well know, at this age, it's not all about you, is it? No, it's not. No, but yeah. it's maybe, not all about you. But maybe you. for a minute, no. Or three. 30 seconds? 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why That's do you think it. I host my own room in Hamilton near the sketchiest right. part of town? God damn it, something's got to give. I was at a show with you one time, Dan, and I saw you with a young lady after the show that was very young. And you're, you're having a conversation with her. That's it. You're just having a conversation with her, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. it started me thinking. Okay. Right? That in a perfect world, in comedy... That you should be able to get laid from comedy, no? In a perfect world, yeah. Do you know what Manolis <laughs> says about that? What does he say? Uh, Manolis, Manolis says, sounds... if you can make a girl laugh, you can have sex with her. Right. And Manolis is our, our dad in Hamilton, really. Like he's, he's the godfather of Hamilton comedy. He's, he's the godfather of, yeah. of Hamilton comedy. He's yeah. been at it the longest he built that scene. There was no one doing it when he started, and he took everybody under the, his wing. Right. Uh, so so I kind of agree with that. But I have yet to prove it right. <laughs> the only guy I know that's... I only know one guy that's ever got laid from comedy, mm -hmm. and that, to be honest with you. And he is, like, the least... You? He's on trial right now. I don't, don't want to say he... I've, He's the on trial. Like, I, I did a Yeah. 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 The guy that I was thinking of, I said, "How good is the girls that you got laid by versus what you would get otherwise?" Well, imagine how damaged comedians are, and then yeah. who's damaged enough to sleep with a damaged yeah. comedian? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. What? Uh, wait, hold on a second. I'll pause the show. I'll pause the show. What? And I'll tell you. <laughs> I just skipped the name. Uh, I told him who he was. And apparently, uh, he's been blown by a what? A Filipino dude? Forty-year-old. Is it true? No, you have to get that comedian down. Whose he name doesn't. we cannot mention. Yeah. Because he talks about it in his act or something. He does a little bit about that. I didn't know if it was... I thought it was just made up. 100% true, man. Ah. Yeah, yeah. That particular guy you don't want to be in a car with for an hour. That particular guy, I just... I'm not throwing him oh, under the on. bus. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Okay, ready? Hold on one second. That's good, Steve. Well, instead of, throwing, instead of throwing a fellow comic who's uh, <laughs> under the bus, <laughs> until, he's, until he's here to defend himself. Yeah, that's fair. We might as well turn to a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. 
Well, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on our Amazon banner, you can do all of your shopping, and some of that money will come back and help the show. And uh, we just bought a net for a volleyball thing uh, on Amazon. Whoa. Got a hell of wow. a cord out here. Yeah. Guess what? That comes right back to the show. That's amazing. And uh, we're gonna buy uh, we're gonna buy something really special with it. I, mm. I have a wish list on Amazon. If anybody would like to buy something buy Dan through Brennan the show, yeah. through the show for you, <laughs> yeah. like so a you, registry, huh. like a Dan yeah. Brennan registry, like like things like <laughs> I I got things like uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Albert King, that sessions they did together. On vinyl, that's on my wish list. Wow, that's nice. Someone, someone could buy someone. What would you put on your wish list, guys? Mm. You know what I would put on it? I yeah. I a hot rod T-shirt from a rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Nice. Hot wow. rod. Yeah. I've never had one. I always wanted one. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do yeah. they have them on Amazon? I think they do. <laughs> yeah. Through the it's unbelievable. The yeah. Yeah. Or you can Thank use you. .ca. You know that uh, you were telling me if you got a Costco <laughs> membership, uh, you could order me stuff, Dave, because yeah. I don't have one, and then you'd send it to my house. Yeah. Which is against the rules or whatever. But uh, I, I don't know, think it is. Is it? You already. Guess what? I wait, I went and priced out a piano on uh, on Costco, mm-hmm. and then I priced it on Amazon. Amazon was like uh, like eighty percent of the price. There you go. Costco's wow. Yeah, like a whole bunch of like extra large Lay's chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Christmas? It'll last forever. Uh, it's my turn to host. <laughs> you know, uh, who else is responsible? How did that feedback segment go? <laughs> and this show is also sponsored by our uh, Bush Sock. Mm. Bushstock is on uh, August oh. the what? 25, 26, 27. At uh, beautiful Lakeside Vista this this year. Ho- uh, headlined by the Trues. Yeah. yeah. Uh, co-headline. No, the Nocturnal Misses are playing Saturday. That, uh, so you're playing August 26th. That's yeah, correct. Saturday. You're up against Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Really? Yeah, that's oh. a fight. Oh. <laughs> Ah. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, totally. Well, you know that totally. the best part about that. Well, fight... now that people are aware, they can make the informed decision. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that. Do you think that fight's gonna be any good, Dan? No, I, I, I do not see how Conor McGregor can do anything against Floyd Mayweather, uh, but at the same time, I do not see how a man who makes twelve and a half million a year fighting can turn down an eighty million dollar payday for That's one fight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is that is that boxing? Yeah, in bo- yeah, yeah, they're gonna compete yeah, they're gonna in a box boxing match. It, it, yeah. No, McGregor who went fighting? to Mayweather. Who the yeah. fuck watches boxing don't know anymore? This, but, uh, Anyone? Well, they got a U- they got a UFC guy that's gonna fight <laughs> that's a boxing match. Why they're doing match. this? Oh, yeah. in a boxing match? Yes. In a boxing match. Yeah. yeah. And Mayweather's like forty, and he's like twenty, mid twenty. It doesn't oh. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can't. And reach and everything. No, they're going to do it at the 154-pound weight limit. But, uh, but still, like, if you're a bigger guy cutting down, you still have an advantage on like, a little guy. But he's not a boxer. Yeah, you, you, yeah but you feel weakened. Because you're, like, you're cutting weight. Yeah, but you... Yeah, yeah. McGregor has yeah, no chance against a guy who's been boxing for 25 years. The, the, actual, the actual entertainment of that, 
that fight is going to be the lead up yeah. to the fight. Yeah, 100%. Where yeah. Conor McGregor gets to tell Floyd Mayweather that he's old and he can't read and he's stupid and he's like, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. that is going to yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. All, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. The whole the whole uh, trash talking stuff is going to be mint. So that's yeah. like the trailer for the fight is that already. Yeah, yeah the fight's right. going to be yeah. a complete letdown. Who yeah. gives a fuck about the fight? No, but I think I think I said to this to Doug in the uh, in the car on the way down. The only chance that McGregor has, because like Mayweather's a very defensive fighter, he's happy to to let you punch air for twelve rounds, right? Right. Uh, the only chance McGregor has is to really piss him off and make Mayweather think that this guy's a bum. He has no chance against me, and for him to be aggressive, and then maybe he might hit hit a nice punch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if if he comes after him right at the beginning of I the don't fight. Know. But otherwise, like. It's going to be a dance for five rounds, mm -hmm. and then Mayweather will knock him out. Like that's that's my prediction. Right, right. That's my prediction. It's on. It's on record now. That's my prediction. It just seems like a, Vegas. I think he's done everything he's ever said he was going to do. So he's going to go to the boxing world and knock him out. You think Conor really? McGregor is going? Yeah. Really? The bets yeah. are in. The bets are in. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going McGregor. For sure, he's done everything. I just, I just don't see it. Have to have a recap, everything he's ever said it just seems came true. Yeah, but that would make a great licorice. Irish. Irish. Uh, the other side of that, though, is to see a guy that's always succeeded in his life, that's always done well, and then you get to see him get knocked out. By an old man. <laughs> right? That is fucking funny. Like that, you know. Wasn't that like the last four Rocky movies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, Tommy, I don't hear no bell. <laughs> it just seems to me like a last-ditch effort to get people watching boxing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it, Honestly. This is going <laughs> to... This is going to destroy boxing. Yeah. This yeah. is going to destroy boxing. This is farce. I think it's but destroyed. But it's, it's not unprecedented. Uh, Muhammad Ali fought uh, that Japanese wrestler, Antoni Iannoki. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andre the Giant fought, uh, I think it was Charles Webner or something like that. Hmm. Uh, whatever his name Muhammad was. Ali. The guy really needed the money, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why you step into the ring with Andre the Giant. Because you need the money. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's synergy. It it's spectacle. It doesn't have integrity like the Dutch Hall or Bushstock. Well, this is the, the you know. <laughs> yeah. Some the twenty eighth. <laughs> Some would say this episode here is kind of like a crossover thing to help out two podcasts mm. that are both on iTunes, both available, not only live from the Dutch Hall, which is uh you know which is holding its own in the uh, uh, in the iTunes category, but Con Inquiries, which is not new and uh, I call it new and which notable. Could use some help. It's and it is lighting up. It came out. I, I've listened to a few episodes. Yes. And uh, I got to tell you, Doug Koning, great show. Uh, very funny guy. Uh, name of the show? Uh, don't approve of it. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad. Really? I told someone to make a theme song for it, and they say the name weird. Oh, really? They don't even say it? <laughs> some people say in inquiries, like inquiries. Yeah. Right. That's how he says the name of the song. Koning Inquiries. Yeah. 
I would, I would, yeah. yeah. I, I would stick with it though. You got to now. And, and like you're stuck with it. Yeah. Mm. Live from the Dutch Hall was also a stupid name because it's way <laughs> too long. And everyone says live at the Dutch Hall. They don't say live from the Dutch Hall. And then right. uh, it ends up being, it should just be, it should have been something different like the Pete Van Dyke podcast or something. Would <laughs> no. they say? Hey, the Pete Van Dyke podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Featuring uh, Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hosted by Pete Van Dyke. Really? <laughs> Best jokes, Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, from people that do this, they tell you you're supposed to do it all the time. <laughs> it, it works. Right? It works. Don't forget to throw in time and Hey, I didn't want to call it the Pete Van Dyke podcast, but my band insisted yeah. <laughs> that I call it. <laughs> <laughs> right. What? <laughs> Come on. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> what? So what do you got now? Dot net. It gave up on email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug twenty two at Laurier. Yeah. <laughs> my actual that's actually uh, My most humiliating email address was when I was work. I worked uh, 15 years for this company, and I was uh, getting fired or quitting. Sorry, I was quitting. <laughs> and uh, case still pending. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like going to take away all my stuff, right? So I had uh, this email for 15 years. So then I and I didn't pay attention to the internet because uh, I didn't have to because it was uh, didn't impact my job. So I didn't pay yeah. attention to it. And then uh, so I didn't know how it all worked. And then, uh, I, so I knew I needed an email, so I had sent out an email to all my contacts, and I said, uh, my new email is going to be my, uh, uh, and I just picked up my wife's account, so it was Dr. Jane Van Dyke <laughs> at Gmail. And I said, this is my new email. <laughs> and then I had people, like, text, like, Oh, my God, he switched when, genders. When's the surgery? No wonder he's leaving. So uh, people just said, like, get your own fucking email, you pussy. Like, what is your problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't want to be your, I'm living under your wife's name, like no. some sort of a. So, yeah, you don't want the we we. We had. Uh, What's live Jasmine? Well, there was that site that got shut down, the uh, the cheating website. What was that called? Oh, Ashley Madison. Mm-hmm. Oh, big quick, big quick, big quick. <laughs> Ashley Madison. Oh, I set up a Dave Charter's account on that site <laughs> like, as soon as it came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I found out he married my cousin, I'm like, I'm gonna ruin this right away. <laughs> yeah. So, but it doesn't work, eh? Your wife's too Not Catholic. Yet. Your wife's too Catholic. I don't think she goes on the internet. Oh, really? Her, pr- Her praying keeps it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys, uh, how God. often do you how often do you sit around as a couple and just hold hands and pray? 
Only at Mike's birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yes, that did happen. <laughs> did it really yeah, happen? They were rejoicing. It did. Oh, you were rejoicing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. <laughs> yeah, charges will save you, right? He'll save you right now if you let him. Maybe you can After the show. Tap. Loves Jesus. Charles <laughs> plays uh, in his church band. Uh, did you know that? He, yeah, he plays church hymns and he plays that guitar. That guitar? Yeah, I can't blame that, you for that. <laughs> the church bands have gotten better over the years. Pretty Are you a Catholic? Are you a Catholic, Dan? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Raised Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. This is how I. This is how I left yeah. the Catholic Church. I would roll in at five in the morning after a Saturday night out. Mm. Two hours later, my mom would bang on my door, going. Come on, we're going to church. I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> yep. I'm not going. And that would go on to like five minutes till church time. And then they'd all pile in the car and go. Yeah. And that was just, that was my way of dealing with it. There was a door between me and the, we're going to church. I'm not going. <laughs> I was all in for church, man, when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, uh, like I would go to church. I was an altar boy. I read in I church. I was an altar boy. Is this like a Catholic? Catholic. Because, like, my dad, uh, his co-named Dutch, right? Yeah. My dad, uh, his parents both immigrants from uh, Holland. They would make him... Holland. They would make him... Holland. Holland. During the day. Yeah. But every Sunday, they made him go to a Dutch service at night. And they never taught that fucker Dutch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 That's how yeah. I felt about it. That's well, it used to be in Latin, eh? And then they would teach. Uh, yeah. They would do church in Latin until Vatican One, and then no one knew. No one knew what the fuck they were saying because none of them were ancient Romans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I remember very specifically falling out with the Catholic Church. We were young children, right? We were in class, and the priest would come in, and he stood at the front of the class and said, uh, "If a Hindu child got hit by a car in front of your house, what would you do?" And like we literally, as I remember it, went around the class for 15 minutes. People going, get a, get an adult, get get an ambulance, you know, all this stuff, right? Right. And after 15 minutes, he stopped the class and said, no, you get a hose and you baptize that child. And like right away, I'm like, what? what? Seriously? It's more <laughs> it's more important that a child dies with water on their head than fucking lives. Where? What country like, is that in? Was that in Canada? Yeah, 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 Brantford. Brantford? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We might have, actually, I might have been there, to be honest. That's where we went to high school. And what, it's, uh, knocking down Hindu children? No, it's terrible. No, it really is bad, though. At some point in time, like, religious became, like, uh, became, like, the crazy, like, where you're scared of the, re- like, where you see a evangelist or someone on TV, and that person seems evil to you, you know, where it, should be the opposite if they're like godlike. They should be like really good. Yeah. No, no, you get them. Oh, you get them. We had a. Uh, I had a. Uh, Dedicated. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. They had these girls. They were from like. Uh, They're from like the states somewhere. They came to my house and they were. They got this area for their. It was uh, Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints, whatever that is. Is that Mormon? 
And uh, they were, uh, yeah, they were on what they called like a, like a mission. It was a mission to like Pine Grove. To like save to save me. Yeah, they made it all the way to Blaney. So there's like a dartboard in the mission hall. Yeah, and they just Pine Grove. They've listened to the Pine Grove. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, guys, you have a choice: Pine Grove or Baghdad. Where would you like to go? (laughs) They were really into it, though. These girls, these two girls, because I asked them a bunch of questions, like what they're all about and that, and they were like. They thought, like, they were serious about it, and they were, like... Uh, they were just excited because you're the first person to speak to them all day. Yeah, I'll take their watchtower and put put it right in the recycle box. You're not supposed to take that, eh? Because like, then they'll keep giving you shit, eh? You can say, they no, thank you. Back. I'll be polite to you, but I'm not taking your shit. Take your my, shit with you. I think my dad said once they came to our door in the complex, when we were in the yard, he was like, now you're interested in something like that. And they came back, like, every day, like, a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think my mom, I remember it growing up, then the Jehovah's Witness would come to our door, and uh, she would actually talk to them until they were uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then <laughs> just telling stories about her kids or whatever. Like, I was like, <laughs> holy. Don't leave. Don't leave. You know, I'll is, it okay to, is it okay to whip the children in your religion? Yeah. That would be good. But you got to understand, you know, you you're like uh, raising four kids on a farm. You don't see people. Someone co- shows up at your house to talk to you. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm talking to you for a while. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's just the same thing every day. Just like fucking fields of tobacco and nobody. You're getting bit by a Comanche's Bonanza in the back. Oh, fucking Comanche's Bonanza. Is this Oh, it's my horse from last week's episode. Dave said he would eat it. <laughs> right, didn't you? Uh, I would. Which we it are in the middle of feedback. We got feedback. That's right. It turns out we changed our whole format of the show last week and uh, <laughs> right. into this sort of thing. Right. Where it's just nonsense. <laughs> uh, the whole. In the room, in the Amazing. room, everyone that listened to the show, everybody on the show listened to the show, which was everybody, which normally we don't listen to the show. I don't, at least. I listened what? to it last week. <laughs> and. Uh, Last week's show was supposed to be good. We all thought it was really good. Yeah, we were all fun. energized by That's it because right, we were yeah. engaged into it and stuff like that. Right, Paul? You were too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that enthusiasm. One in a row. <laughs> one in a row for Paul. <laughs> and uh, so we're thinking we're going to be. Cha- and the ratings were pretty good, actually. I'll tell you. The ratings were pretty good. We hadn't had a show like that in a while. Woo. But the feedback <laughs> was non existent. Nobody had anything to say. No one. Absolutely no one. Crickets all together. Nobody said a goddamn word about last week's show. It was well listened to, but not at all commented on, except for one person. A man has been with us since the beginning of the show. He's given us feedback most weeks. He's back again. The Haitian Dwarf. Ah. It's off to bed we go. She heads down south and I fuck her mouth. Hi ho, hi ho. Right. Hi ho, hi ho. Nailed it. The Haitian Dwarf's been with us since the very beginning, and this week's no exception. This week he gave us feedback on iTunes. He went to iTunes and gave us five stars. Never. 
And he entitles this feedback, I had a thought. I had a thought. Just, just the one. He says, you guys should consider switching to a comedy format. <laughs> oh. Is what he oh. said. Yikes. And I'm going to tell you something, Houston Dwarf. I know you've been with us <laughs> since the very beginning. But I got to tell you, in this room, it was considered to be a great success. Right. And you, uh, at this time, this criticism, it's derailing the progress we're making as a show. Feeling good as True a group. That. True that. As True a group, that. we were feeling high. What you did was take us down low. So I'm going to say, fuck you, Asian Dwarf. <laughs> fuck your little stall, small, stumpy body. <laughs> yeah. Take it back penis. to your shithole country <laughs> where nothing, absolutely nothing is going well and no one will ever go visit there. It is awful. <laughs> and you shut your mouth when we're trying to create something great. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've never spoken to you this way before in the history of this show, but you've tested my last fucking nerve, you little <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, uh, let them know that we know a comedian that might want to hook up with the Haitian dwarf. Who wants to, be, who wants to hook up with the Haitian well, dwarf? Well, if he's going to do a Filipino, he might as well. Oh, you think oh, Filipino yeah. and dwarf is similar? <laughs> if you No, 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 no. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> we did cut it out, but it's still fun to know that if we were talking about a guy that will bang a Filipino, he will definitely bang a midget. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I'm sorry, dwarf. Dwarf. Midget's a bad word. It's his last name. What? Haitian, Haitian dwarf. Yeah. yeah, dwarf is his dwarf. last name. It's, it's in the name. It's not Haitian midget. Right. Yeah, he's from Haiti. Yeah, he's been a part of. A, he's on a dwarf tossing circuit. Tossing. Tossing. And uh, at one point, he considered cutting his own penis off in a nullo. Procedure, right? That's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Haitian true. Right. He's been all around. Right now, he is. Uh, right he's now, he's in the cock stage of Haitian yeah. Dwarf. And when we try to change something around, I know Haitian Dwarf likes to be lulled into the into the uh, the comfort of what the live from the Dutch Hall has become. And then he doesn't he he doesn't like when we change things up at all, right? But this time, this time, I think he's got to like this show, <laughs> especially with, after you, the way you talked to him just now, right? <laughs> What did I say? I, I, forgot. I blacked out for a minute there. <laughs> that was anger. That was anger. It's just anger. It's good you know? man. Yeah. Hey, uh, Charters, would you think your main emotion? I'll ask everyone in this room this question. Because hmm. we're going to go take a page to end this show. We're going to take a page out of Cone Inquiries. Yeah, and we're going to just ask a bunch of questions. Right? That's you. Do we have a new theme song for Pete Asks a Bunch of Questions? Yep. Can you do that one? That old, that new one? No, that's not it. <laughs> no. No, you can't do it. Pete has questions. Pete has questions. A lot of questions. All right. He has a lot of questions. What may they be? All right. Okay. Two times. First of all, we're going to start out with an easy one. Who has ever used the P-flap on their underpants? Oh, for sure. What? <laughs> yeah. You, you, you had to take your, you your sneak dick. sneak your dick in you there? You sneak your dick through the maze of the P-flap? Yeah. What? Sometimes. <laughs> really? Out of the underwear? Yeah, not usually, but sometimes. 
I would go 100% time out of the top of the underpants and never, ever go through the P flat. <laughs> well, that's full drawers drop then. We had my we had my we had my cousin Kevin Van Dyke on the show at one point in time, and he said he never in his life peed sitting down. Never as a man has he ever peed sitting down. I well, that's a lie. Yeah, it's gotta be a lie because like. Wh- what about those mornings where you're just fucked right up and you yeah. got to figure out how to piss in there? That's where you went, eh? Those mornings. <laughs> those <laughs> mornings. Yeah, I, tell, I tell you, pee sitting down is like, I live in a house with women, only women, right? So, like, if you pee on the seat, it's, everyone knows it's you. <laughs> and, uh, that is true. Right? I lived in a house like that as well. And Lame so, like, on the you just, like, pee sitting down and you're like, it's less trouble. I can just be one of you what? and I'm not doing any trouble. What? Yeah, I don't wow. do that for that. You just lift the seat wow. up. That's why it's on a hinge. Yeah. Why? So you don't pee on the seat. You lift it up. Yeah, I would when I pee sitting up, sitting or standing, standing up. Standing up. Have you guys ever sat on the pole without the toilet seat? It's horrible. I think I probably have done that have once. Done that? Yeah, I've done or, that. Like, I heard of someone like, I read a story online where someone didn't know that the toilet seat was like one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, wow. That's the worst. It's one thing like that seat is is where we've come to terms with a seat. Yeah, that's bad enough. You know, right? the seat is we're like, okay, we're willing to accept your filthiness, and that is what we're gonna do, right? Like we're gonna sit on this thing, even though it's totally disgusting. <laughs> and I don't care if you put like toilet paper, you wipe it, you do the 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 thing in there. It's gross. The horseshoe. I live with two people right now. What? what? Lipstick in the toilet? What? How the fuck would that happen? Well, she's putting lipstick on her pussy. <laughs> Give me a kiss. She has, she has lips, too. What? Do you guys not have access to water? Yeah, I live in a fucking... Oh, do you know the dwarf? <laughs> uh, hey, look out. <laughs> Question two. Well, I got to tell you, you live with Dude. girls and you got a little period blood on the it's seat. It's a different thing. It's like, I, it's as a single guy who doesn't deal with women ever, uh, <laughs> periods have just stopped being a thing I knew existed. And then, like, I live with these girls. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that they uh, bleed once in a while. Yeah. Every 28 yeah, yeah. days. Yeah, usually once a month. 28 days. 20, 20, they don't even die. That's all I know about women. They don't even die. That's the scariest part. Weird. Uh, the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> I, I don't know what even the next question is. I was going to... Um, between, uh, this actually one's just for, like, what is the biggest time that you've noticed a... Uh, a uh, a generation divide between Dan and Doug driving to comedy gigs. When have, when have you noticed the difference in your age the most as far as like pop culture references or when is it the most noticeable that you guys are almost 20 years apart? Uh, that for me, if I may answer first, it, it, was, it was like six months ago when I was first hanging out with Doug and going to shows 
and we were coming back with a couple other guys. AJ Bate, great comic. I think he's been here before. Yeah, AJ's yeah. been on a couple oh, times. Yeah. I, I, I can't whoa, remember whoa. who else was in the car. I think it was like maybe Brandon Sobel. And like they're flipping through the channels on the radio and a, a hip hop song came on and they all lost their fucking minds. And I'm like, I have no idea what this song is. I don't, you know. Like, did they play this when Canada became a country? Is that why we're all celebrating? I do not know. That, that to me, uh, was the biggest difference. For me, I would say it's, uh, I did a show with Dan. And, uh, this old guy who does comedy from Hamilton, who's uh, just fantastic. He was talking, they were talking about pinball. <laughs> oh yeah. And I realized the only time I played pinball was on like Windows XP. And that was one of the games that's available. It's not a thing. It was like the default yeah. game you got. Can I just Yeah, yeah I never played pinball on an actual machine. Yeah. yeah. That's true, but you know, the reason we got onto the conversation, if you're ever in Hamilton and you're on Don't James Street, there's a place called Need Pizza. There not only the, not only is the pizza great, they've got three pinball machines in there. And it's really close to one of the places I work at, right? So I'll pop in half an hour early, have a slice of pizza, play pinball. Dan actually and win free pinball. games. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the particular machine was a bit low for me. I, I switched machines, everything's fine with the back, okay? <laughs> That is the main difference, though. Yeah. When you break your... Ba- Need pizza, pinball. <laughs> oh, yeah. James Street North. Yeah, true. And the pinball's great well as well. John, it was the particular machine. It had nothing to do with the back. No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, that's it, actually. We're running out of time. We've actually run out of time. There's no other big questions. Dan, I wanted to ask you about, uh, about a lot of the stuff that to do with your marital breakdown which is very interesting but <laughs> you can find that on the episode of con inquiries con inquiries, yeah. con inquiries on itunes yeah which is starring dan brennan which is the opening question of the show so you can do that yeah because we're out of time for this particular show i'd like to thank my guests dan brennan and doug yeah. coning for coming in yeah thanks for I letting like- me sit in guys that was Woo-hoo. awesome <laughs> I'd also like to thank the Nocturnal Emissions for being the ba- greatest band in, uh, in podcast history and yeah. congratulate you on opening for the truth. Yeah, come out next hey! Come out next Friday to uh, next Friday come out to the Otter Creek Golf Course. That hey, JP. Yeah. At JP's. It's all the same. At Otter Creek. Are watch you a great live show. Watch great Are they live serving show? Otter? Yeah, 7 p.m. Get I'm out on the sure. patio, have a few pops and enjoy some music. Nope, not yet. Just not that yet. one, just the two gigs so far. <laughs> it's a good no one. Big, great. No big o- deal. Opening up for the Trues against Mayweather versus McGregor. We'll see what uh, happens. No one cares. <laughs> You're ruining it, Dan. You're ruining it. <laughs> Other than that, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday, everybody. Yeah.
Hot. Hey. It's a hot room, yeah. Hot room. <clears throat> All right, that's it, everybody. Thank you for coming in. We really was hot. Sweet as a nut. <laughs>